Hi, my loves. Welcome to Dear Diary, the self-love podcast. I am your host, Amanda Beatty. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to take a moment to express my heartfelt gratitude. Your time is precious and I value it immensely. So whether you're listening in the shower or on your car ride or while you're doing your dishes, I just wanted to say thank you for pressing play and choosing this podcast to listen to as your source of inspiration and growth in your life. I really believe that small moments of reflection and inspiration can really make a profound difference in our daily lives. So I wanted to create these special moments with you, these little mini episodes, little nuggets of wisdom, if you will, whether it's taking a breath, whether it's a moment of meditation or just a spark of inspiration that I got while I was meditating. And I hope that they will add value to your day. Really just a heart-to-heart conversation. I think these moments are a chance to, for us to connect deeper. And I would love for them to serve as a way of infusing your day with empowerment and thought-provoking conversation. So I just wanted to share that. Stay tuned for more of these mini episodes. And I hope this one serves you well. Thanks for listening. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Dear Diary, the self-love podcast. I am your host, Amanda Beatty. Please excuse my hoarse, raspy voice. I was doing a rage practice the other night, and uh, it was very helpful, and that's why I sound like this. (laughs) This is going to be a really short and sweet and simple podcast episode But it's something that I want to talk about to bring awareness and draw your attention to it and just reflect on a experience that I had that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm sure you all will relate in some way, shape, or form. So I wanted to come on here and share it. The other night, I was putting my son to bed and his little brain was going a million miles a minute and he was talking about all of these things that were not important in the moment. I was trying to get him to calm his body down and quiet his mind and it was not working. So I was like, we'll worry about that stuff tomorrow. And I immediately was like, wait, we'll worry about that tomorrow? We don't need to worry about any of that actually What I meant to say was, we can talk about that tomorrow, or let's think about that tomorrow, or let's discuss that tomorrow, or anything, but we'll worry about that later. Like, what? And so it got me thinking, like, how many other conditioned, familiar phrases do I say, because that's what I heard growing up, and like, without being mindful and intentional about like what they actually are implying. And so I invite you now as you listen to this episode to get curious about like, do, I mean, do you say that? Like I say that I've caught myself. This happened a couple of weeks ago. And then I was at my, my mother's house and I heard her say it again. Like, we'll worry about that later. And I'm like, oh, there it is. There it is again. And I catch myself still weeks later saying that the other day he was talking about something and he was – I don't know if your kid's like this, but he needs to know like a play-by-play of like what we're doing, when we're doing it, on what days. And like I get it. That's part of his human design actually. So I've really honored that. 
But I was like, we'll worry about that later. This is what we're doing right now. This is what we're focused on right now. We'll worry about the rest later. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I don't mean we'll worry about it. I mean, we'll talk about it later when the time comes. Like, oh my God, I did it again. So I'm curious. I'm really, really curious. What things are you saying that maybe you maybe you don't mean? Um, here's another one because I this, this took me down a rabbit hole and I'm like, oh my God, I say so much. It's not a big deal. Something so simple. And this, I will, hold on, before I say anything else, this episode is not to shame anyone who says these phrases. I say them too. It's just to bring awareness of like, is it necessary? Is it kind? My my therapist always says, think before you speak. Is it, oh God, am I going to forget it? Think. Is it thoughtful? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? Think before you speak, right? So that one's not necessary. It's not helpful. It's not inspiring. It's none of those things, right? I'm not worrying about anything. What I mean is we'll talk about it tomorrow. So it's implying that we're going to worry and we're not, right? I mean, if there's something severe and like that you are worrying about, yes, of course, by all means say we'll worry about this tomorrow. But but do you have to worry, right? Like it really (laughs) – it makes me think like, gosh, the generations prior to us really were stressed out and worried about a lot of things, which is why we are the way we are today. And thank God we have a society and just this human experience collective. We're all into healing now since the pandemic, which is really cool. But here's some other ones that I was thinking about. It's not a big deal. That saying isn't a big deal, but it also can really downplay or dismiss valid concerns and emotions, especially with our children, right? It's one thing to like speak to another adult, but it's another for these impressionable kids who like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, well, maybe it is. And so your feelings are valid and they make a lot of sense. Doesn't that sound better, right? Boys don't cry, man up. (gasps) Oh, I don't like that one. It, it's gender stereotype. It it discourages uh, emotional expression. Like that's all my son and I do to, is talk about feelings. And I know my partner and his father is like not crazy about it. Not that he's not crazy about the feelings, but like I'm sure there's been a moment where he's like, he needs to man up or, you know, he's a boy. No, 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 no. I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole with that. But like, that's just another saying that I'm like, is it necessary? I don't know. Don't make a fuss. That's like the children shouldn't be seen but not heard. Don't make a fuss. How many of you did you grow up like that where it was it was better to just sweep everything under the rug and like not say anything and not express how you actually really feel, right? It's it's discouraging you for advocating for yourself if you need to fuss up about something, right? You're too sensitive. Oh, my Lanta. I've heard that one in a million different ways and in a million different lifetimes and from a million different people. And you know what? Some of us are empaths and we're fucking sensitive. And that's really invalidating. (laughs) So like, Are you too sensitive? It's actually, it makes it seem like 
being sensitive is a bad thing and it's not. Here's the other one. I heard this a lot growing up, actually. You should be grateful. (laughs) It's a guilt trip. It's a guilt trip. And I know I've said it to my son too. Again, I'm not saying this to shame anybody. I have said this too because I heard it growing up. It's a guilt trip. It, It minimizes your feelings of dissatisfaction. It's maybe I actually am grateful, but I'm feeling this emotion right now. And so it makes it seem like I'm not grateful, but maybe I really am. And I'll say that I was <laughs> growing up. Um, why can't you be more like, now I think that one's kind of obvious, right? Comparing un- insecurities, unnecessary comparison. I think that that's kind of like a no brainer. Money is the root of all evil. We've heard that a million times. I think that's why as society we have such negative beliefs around wealth and finance and success and unworthiness. I just, yeah, I just, there's there's probably so many more, but I'm just like inviting you to reflect on being more mindful about how you speak, what you say, what phrases you use, because We all could use to communicate a little bit better. We could all use to express our emotions a little bit better. We could all use to think more about these patterned things, these conditioned things that we say and do and act. And it's not bad. There's nothing wrong with us. It's just familiar. It's it's what we know. And so, yeah, I just wanted to start this conversation and – I'm going to put a poll in the bottom of this episode somewhere. I just realized that you could do that. So keep a lookout on that, about that for future episodes because there's a poll option. I'm going to use it. I want to know what phrases did you hear that you still say? What maybe phrases have you stopped saying because you realize they sound freaking ridiculous? And I hope if you do say, I'll worry about it later or we'll worry about that tomorrow or we'll worry about that at a different time, that maybe next time you say that, you're like, oh, shit. Okay, no, we actually don't have to worry about that at all. (laughs) There's no worrying that needs to happen. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. (laughs) How can you, how can we as mothers, as women, as men, if there's men listening to this, how can we make uh, the modeling of more mindful language a thing so that we can teach our children to be more intentional about their words. And yeah, can we replace some of these conditioned phrases with ones that actually sound more helpful? (laughs) Can we think before we speak? I still notice myself saying it and I'm like, no, I mean, we're not going to worry. We're just going to think about that tomorrow. Anyway, I hope this episode served you well. I know it was short, but I'm like, I need to share this. Go ahead to the poll in the bottom. Tell me, do you say this? Is there – I don't even know what I'm going to put in the poll, but I'm going to put something. So I want your feedback. And thank you for listening. Thank you for taking your time out of your day to press play on this podcast. I appreciate the shit out of you. And until next time, I'll see you around.